So you saw the title of this podcast and you clicked on it. And I'm pretty sure you thought to yourself, I wonder what kind of freaky, disgusting, nasty, kinky shit I could possibly learn today. And you know what? You are absolutely correct. But this podcast isn't just about sex. It's about things that I think are sexy. And who am I? Well, I'm your gracious host, V the Only Letter. And we're going to talk about a variety of topics on this podcast, like uh, politics, religion, sex, and smegma. Yeah, we're going to talk about dick cheese. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And remember, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Thanks. Perfect, perfect. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for subscribing to the Other Sexy Podcast. I'm your host, V the Only Letter, and I'm here with another one of my family members, uh, one of the most beautiful women I have ever known to have walked this earth, Deanne. <laughs> so charming. No, I, I, I definitely try to be. I definitely try to be. Um, just to give a little bit of respect for the episode, uh, well, the drink of the episode, because every episode we always have a drink of the episode, we're going to give a shout out to McDonald's and their tea. Now, is this regular tea or is this like green tea? No, it's regular tea with no sugar. That's what I need to drink for my throat. Nice. And it's a little lemon in there. Because you just left out a choir rehearsal. Right. Well, praise team rehearsal. It's not choir, but. Praise team. Yeah. Singing, you know, it's like. All right. I had to work out my throat, pause, you know. It's not um, It's not really a pause for you. It's a pause for... <laughs> <laughs> it's a pause for all those that might have wanted to pause. Right. No, definitely. I can understand that. Pause. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can understand that. I had to get some lubrication in my throat from singing with the lemon and the tea. and Nice. No sugar, because that messes you up a little bit. Just T90 bit. Right. Um, and I will be... <laughs> For for our evening, I'm gonna be sipping on whatever little less of Taylorport that we have, which I think is absolutely empty. Yeah. Um, that's attractive. So, <laughs> so before we started recording, we talked about the ideas of marriage, mm-hmm. and I said marriage is a farce. Right. It's a fairy tale. It doesn't exist. It's not real. Um, well, I would say that the idea of what the most wholesome, beautiful marriage is, is a farce. I think in society today that we have this kind of fixation on 
I'm yours, you're mine. Let's go to this church and create this beautiful unification and then have kids and we'll just ride off in the sunset together. But nobody thinks about the marriage. They think about getting married. Mm -hmm. That's nice. But nobody truly, genuinely thinks about the day in, day out, everyday work that a marriage takes. And the better you know your partner, the more easier the marriage becomes. But your partner is liable to change at any moment in time. And I think... The reason why I say that marriage is a farce is because we live in a society, unfortunately, that is so fixated on having things ready now. We have food ready Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. We have clothing ready now. We can buy a car literally in a matter of three hours. Um, We can log on to a machine that can have us connected to someone in China in a matter of seconds. Right. Marriage is nothing like that. <clears throat> no, it's not. Um, <laughs> I I really believe that. I'll say when you put it that way, I don't agree that marriage is a farce. Okay. I do believe that movies and Cinderella stories and Snow White stories, those are the farce. <laughs> you know, like those are the things... Girls grow up watching these cartoons. Right, and agreed. we grow up looking at this stuff like, oh my God, is that what it's supposed to be? And you understand or you have to realize that the cartoon ends with the, with the wedding. You don't see in the cartoon the arguments and the fights and the disagreements and how to get to a point of having a conversation to understand and not just to rebuttal. And... That's a lot of how, um, that's a lot of ways how a marriage will end because we don't communicate for understanding anymore. Look at, go, go way back when you watch, and not to say slavery, but you know, slave movies, they did not get married in churches and exchange rings. Not at all. You know what I mean? That's not how they did it, but their marriages lasted lifetimes. A lot of them... It was based off of love. Right. It was because I love you. Like, it was literally, if you watch, and I I love to to, uh, talk about vampires. I'm so infatuated with them. Not in that way, but it's like, you watch them, or or wolves in the vampire movies. They call it, um, I forget the word, but they have this one person that they look at and that's who they protect for the rest of their lives, no matter how old this person gets, no matter if the wolf, Turn you know, from the Twilight whatever. Series? Yes. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. forget what he calls it. He's like, I am implanted. I don't know. Whatever the word is. It was, I don't re- say it was really word. creepy, but I mean like. But that's the idea that marriage should have. You Once you realize that that's the person that you want, you make it up in your mind that no matter what happens, and I don't mean on a level of them disrespecting you to a point where you can't come back from that. Right. But you get into a marriage understanding that person, you're not going to like them every day. You're not going to want to be around them every day. That's a part of individuality. However, when you marry somebody, it's like, all right, you pissed me off yesterday and, or you pissed me off five hours ago, but let's talk about why you pissed me off and let's make 
an idea of figuring out how we can get past the fact that you pissed me off and make sure you never do that again. A lot of times we're like, oh, he pissed me off. I'm writing you off. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be with you no more. Just off of a person growing. You're growing with a person when you're married. Y'all are not, you should come into a marriage complete and whole. I hate that term. That's my better half. I did not come to you split in half. I am one person. You should be one person. And we bring our holes together and do amazing things. Yeah. But that's the problem. We don't, we don't, like you said, everything is microwavable these days. And so we don't sit and allow ourselves to be whole before we bring another person into our space. So that's how marriages become what they have been. You watch so many people, everybody's getting divorced. The divorce rate Everybody. today is like... Everybody. It's and, astronomical. Yeah, and it's because of that microwave idea. It's like, oh, you're not what I, I thought, thought you were. were. Let's move out. No. Okay, you're not who I thought you were. Can we get to a point where I help you grow, you help me, me grow, grow, we grow together? It's like, oh, now nah, I can find somebody better than you now. Or, now nah, you... You, you're not anything what I thought you were going to be, but that's your fault. Cause you should have found out who they were. Granted, it doesn't happen like that all the no, time. No, it like, doesn't. You could be married to somebody 15, 20 years and then find out like, yo, you've been tweaking the, the whole, whole time. time. You get what I'm saying? But then there's people and 90% of the time, all of these red flags you saw before y'all walked down the aisle and said, I do. But we hold on again. Let's go back to Cinderella and Snow White and all of these stupid stories that we watch where you see how they are, but you hold on to that one good thing you saw. Oh, yeah, he cheats, but mm, he, he provides me jewelry or he has a lot of money or she could do this thing in the bedroom that I ain't never seen homegirl, no girl do ever again. Yeah, but she but doesn't she's crazy. crazy. Or you, she doesn't have the qualities. You want to have kids. She doesn't possess not one motherly quality that you want. Right. But because she puts it down where you have to go make the baby, that's enough for you to look past everything else. And then you get mad when y'all have an argument and now she's trying to hit you. Or yeah, you get what I'm saying? We look past a lot. And if we would go into relationships knowing what we don't want, that's more than half the battle. Know what you don't want. Because when those things pop up, oh, yeah, no, I didn't want that. Move on. I think when we, unfortunately, when we analyze relationships, we always analyze it from a place of what we lack and what we want to see in our partner. Mm-hmm. And the default in that is that we never really get further to right. where we want to get to, right? So I feel like, I take, take for me in, in, in my example, when I was in my past relationship, um, what I lacked was growth and development. And what my partner had was she accelerated in growth. Mm-hmm. And I admired that, right? But... I depended on her for that growth and for that experience. And that was what, you know, one of the main things that attracted. And then when you kind of get into the car and you drive in and you drove the car for just a little while, you realize I'm like, 
yo, there's so many fucking red flags about this car. <laughs> the tires are a little bit like like rolled on the left side and mm-hmm. damn, the oil is a little bit like stale. The brakes kind of don't work the same way. And it's, you know, you get in the car, but you just, you keep thinking about this car is going to get me from point A, point B, point C, point mm-hmm. D until the bitch just clunks. And it gives up and it doesn't want to do anything. You're just like, what the fuck happened? I thought this car was going to work. I thought this car was going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's un- it's un- it's so unfortunate that we look at relationships that way. Like we look at it from what we can gain as opposed of what does this person give me and what do I give them? It's not an equal ground, mm-hmm. right? It's more like well, what do I okay, what do I gain with this guy? Mm-hmm. Right? If you if you're dating somebody and it's they got a lot of money, all right, I've gained money. I'm Mm-hmm. I'm hopping in, or they got they have great sex. Oh, the sex is phenomenal. I'm hopping in, mm-hmm. or uh, man, they got like real good qualities about being a wife, but everything else is like thrown as shit. I'm just gonna hop in, mm-hmm. but you don't think about like those deficiencies that we may lack in. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of self analy like self analyzation, yeah, to kind of like find a way to work on what you lack. It, it speaks a lot of value to what you're saying about like being whole before you get to the to the relationship. Because nobody wants a broken person when they get there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And um, one thing somebody said to me, they were like, you know, and I'm very uh, spiritual. I go to church, all those things. Mm-hmm. And they said to me, they were like, you know, I told God, listen, don't give me no girl with no butt because I'm a cheat. What? And it wasn't, it was funny because it's more so like, if you're not, you know you have to be physically attracted to who you're with. Right, definitely. God, don't bring me nobody that doesn't do anything for my eyes. You get what I'm saying? Because I'm going to look at everything else that's around me that's attracting me. Now, to some that might sound like he has no substance or whatever, but it's not that. You have to go into a relationship knowing what does it for you. Yeah. And, you know, there's a thing that I heard of called the 80-20. Like, you're always going to get 80% of what you want, and then there's going to be 20% of what you don't want. But I don't know if I agree with that mm-hmm. because I believe that, yeah, there's going to be something, a flaw that they have that's going to, that might be like, all right, but it's not going to be a deal breaker for you. When things become deal breakers and you start to deal all over again, ignoring those deal breakers, that's how you get into infidelity and on women and men at the same time. Like if a man does not, you know, you need him to tweak your intellect. You know that you need to be able to sit across from a man and have a good conversation. And he doesn't do that for you. What are you what are you doing? Like what are you looking for? I what, agree to that. You know what I mean? Or you know that a woman you like for them to have at least some type of booty for you to hold on to. And whenever you put your hand on your back, her back it slides all the way down. She don't have nothing there. <laughs> And that's so we're rubbing the table, fine. so right, yeah, you know what I mean. But we also have to realize men are visual and women are more emotional. So, mm. in the sense of how yeah. we want 
how a relationship starts. I'll say that because, and, and granted women too, like we like to be like, Oh, he's cute. You know what I mean? That's the first thing we say when we see y'all. I know a lot of people feel like, Oh, y'all ignore us until we talk to you. (laughs) You know, it's like, no, no, it's not. If we don't want to sit across from a table and stare at you, then guess what, bro? No, you know what I mean? So it's, you have to just know as an individual, And that's why I say enter into a relationship whole because you know who you are. I always try to start any kind of conversation with somebody that I'm meeting or a potential boyfriend or whatever. It's like, okay, who are you? And if all they can do is tell you their name. It's not much. And what they do for a living. Yeah, it's not much to the puzzle. Who are you? You get what I'm saying? And to some people that might be like so deep to start a conversation with. But I want to know if I want to keep having this conversation with you on a level of getting to know you to make you a part of my world like that. Like, who are you? Yeah. I want you to tell me I have flaws. I don't like this. I do like this. If you don't know these things, that means whatever I like, you're going to be like that girl on Coming to America. What kind of applesauce do you like? Whatever kind of applesauce you, you like. like. I don't want that type of person. So no. you have to know who you are first because it's easy to become that person. And then when you grow in a marriage and you grow past being that person, then you're like, oh, shoot, you was never anything I wanted. Then what? I think um, I think the grown aspect of relationships is something that a lot of people don't give that space to. Yeah. I think um, I think what sucks is that society finds it a way to like ostracize you about like growing, especially mm-hmm. with when you're in the confines of that relationship. Mm-hmm. Because for instance, like let's say for instance, we're um you and your friends are out there, like you're talking about how the guy that you're dating is currently on a whole new wave of like, let's say for instance, he wanted to do a brand new job that you didn't never expect him to do, mm-hmm. taking a serious pay cut, but he's really happy about doing what he's doing. And someone may come and say, like he's doing that job like you didn't talk to him before he decided that he was gonna you know and the worst thing i always feel like the worst thing for you to have is your friends inside of your relationship but that's another topic for another day yeah yeah that never works out um (laughs) because they never they can never give you the advice that you need to hear but and then wait can i before you sure no 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 sure 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 I had an experience like that. What, a friend gave you bad advice? No, where the friend gave my ex bad advice because they're the type. My ex is the type to just tell them that side. I feel like if you're going to give a story, give the whole story so that they can literally give you sound advice. Nobody can give you good advice off of a one-sided there's always three sides of the story. It's your side, right. his side, or your side, her side. And, and what really happened. You mm, get what I'm saying? Yeah. But you have to tell both of the sides. Like, give all the information. Not just the part that you want them to piggyback on and be like, oh, yeah, that makes no sense. And that's the beautiful part <laughs> about people whenever they... If you ask me, like, what went wrong in my last relationship, mm. and I can honestly sit there and tell you, um, I didn't grow up when I needed to. It was both of you, basically. It was both of me. Right. It was both of us. Um, I didn't take accountability when I should have took accountability. There were things that I lacked in in as far as responsibility. Like if I could honestly tell if somebody would ever ask me and honestly and I'm I'm learning that like 
when you own up to the shit and mm-hmm. then you let go of owning up to it and then just work on it, mm-hmm. you move so much further in your development of being a complete human being. You do. And when you have people that try to pull you back into the cesspool of just like fucking ignorance. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like on fucking Facebook today, I had an individual call me a misogynistic. Oh. I'm a misogynistic, insecure male and what else did she say she said a lot of cute words it really made me it, it, <laughs> it tickled me pink a little bit um i'm a misogynistic insecure male with women issues that i can't let go all because i disagreed with one of her posts because the thing is she's like you're a what about me kind of a guy and i was like ah, that's sexy Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think Omi would have probably took that and would have just like ran her through a fucking wall. Cause I would have made time. I didn't have time today, mm-hmm. but I would have made time to, to go for that. And it's, Numi's kind of nice. Numi <laughs> is very much like, you know what? That's sexy. I like that. Misogynistic. Here we go. And then like, Let's just go. You know, you, you, once you fully like analyze yourself and once you fully know who you are as a person and you develop like a certain awareness about who you are and what you are mm-hmm. and what you believe in, it doesn't even, you, a lot of shit just rolls off of your fucking back. Yeah. You, you make, t- you fight, you choose your battles, you know, and you, you're like, oh, okay, if that's your opinion, have at it, good, good times, and you keep it moving. You Definitely. Know? Um, that's one thing I've also learned too. like people's opinions of you when they've not even had a five second conversation with you. It's like, oh, okay. You're basing that off of social media where, oh, don't get me fucking started <laughs> where don't get me fucking I could started right on social media. Yo, I just had dinner with the freaking Pope and you believe it because that's what I wrote on social media. Oh, don't get Did me I that. really have dinner with the Pope? Of course not. Did I really? I mean, maybe I did, but what proof do you have of that? You weren't with me. And so a lot of times you gotta now. You got to post a pic. Yeah. Like <laughs> where we can Photoshop everything. Yeah. That works too. Bingo. You know what I mean? So it's like nowadays people feel like they know you based off of your social media. Yeah, people you are do people not stupid. know me. People on social media post what they want you to see. They post what they want you to hear, what they want you to know, what they, it's not the real them. It's not. Because if you go to their house it, and their the house, house looks a looks, hot mess, some yep. people going on vacation talking about y'all like my new apartment. My nigga, no. Where did you get, that's not even you. You get what I'm saying? And so that's what social media has now made. I have people on social media that see me in the street and don't speak to me. Isn't that awkward? Why are you my friend on social? Because you want to be nosy. Like, it's, 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 no, it's no more, it's not genuine anymore. It's so awkward when you see someone that follows you on social media. And, and they see you seeing them right. see you. Right. <laughs> and then they do the, I hope... Oh, but here's the kicker. I They're saw the you. one that sent you the friend request. 
so awkward. And it's like, but you see me in the street and you don't speak. You know four oh, people right. out of the 900 friends right. that I know. Right. Yeah, I got 900 friends, so what? So, like, you see me, like, out of the four people that know, like, all right, you got 900 friends. And it's like, you add me and it's just like, all right, cool. You see me in the street. You see me in the mall or whatever. <laughs> the least thing you could have did was. I mean, throw me a head nod. Yeah. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, what's well, going on? Like, oh. I'm looking dead in your face and you turn and you look the other way. Oh, heard you. Okay. It's, it's so you awkward. Get, that's just what they do. I it's, had a, a girl from junior high school stand next to me on the train and did not speak. How long was the train ride? About 30 minutes. Oh, that's unfortunate. So there was that. And then I posted something and she liked it. I was like, did you not see this face standing next to you yesterday? Oh my God. Really? You didn't see this face standing next to you yesterday. All right. So not only am I in your algorithm of your Facebook, <laughs> but you couldn't even say hello. That's horrible. Breathing the same air in that moment. I just was like, okay, this is what this is about. I am hardly ever on Facebook. And yeah. if I am, it's to send a message to people that either don't have phones or they're not in this state or in this country. Yeah, yeah, Other yeah. than that, mm. No, I think I think the, the problem with, uh, with social media is that everybody thinks that that social media like platform is like um the real them most of the time especially when i get on there i just use it for like entertainment it's fun it's fun for me yeah you know when people just get it like get into it with like random arguments and stuff like that like um just shooting this shit with people that shit Mm -hmm. is so it passes time so fucking fast it's not even funny so it's (laughs) no it really it's past time like you know what i mean you're getting into these random like banters with people and everybody just gets on it and people are really gonna like you know, I remember one time uh my boys were in this group chat with uh not group chat, but we were on this group page. It was a sports page. Mm-hmm. And so uh two of my boys were getting into it with like every single member of this fucking group and it was a closed group. They're getting cursed out, they're cursing them out. People what? are like, Yo, post your fucking address. Oh I'll come fucking see you right now and then they're like, All right. Well, we live in New York, and my other boy lives in Atlanta. I don't know if you guys want to get the ticket because you guys plane. are from Philly. I don't know if you guys want to go get a ticket or drive up here. And it's to me, it's fucking hysterical that people, God, they really base your life off of a profile. Mm-hmm. It's not that deep. It's not ever that deep. It's now, not that deep. I could see if I got on Facebook every day and was like, "So today I've had breakfast." I had oatmeal with blueberries. But they do do that. And for lunch, I'm going to have... And I went to work. I have five clients. <laughs> and when I get home, probably going to drop my friends at the pool. Boom. And then have a glass of Taylor Port. Yep. <laughs> Watch a movie. Watch a movie. Send some videos to my boyfriend because yep. he likes those. Yeah. You know, like, that's what you really... <laughs> have to do to say you even know somebody a little bit because then you're posting your routine every day and so by routine we get to know personality you know we get to know what that person likes what that person doesn't like by their routine if you're not doing that stop making it seem like you know this person so well because i've seen so many posts where it's like oh well you know how she is actually i don't i don't know I only see her face every day yeah. or every other day. I see that she has a kid because she loves him so much. She posts him all the time. Other than that, no, I don't know how she is. I don't know who she is. 
So the so the person who uh, who sent me the the Facebook message, <laughs> she said I was I lack sympathy for people, and I fail to understand how <laughs> the balance of society works. This was the most elaborate See? insult that I've ever had, and at 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 a at a point in time, I kind of had to take two steps back away from the phone. And I just bought my phone and I was about to drop it because I was really impressed by how well she insulted me. But you have to... Okay, I need to know what this post actually said. All right, so... All right, dig this. All right, cool. All right. There's four photos um, in quadrants. Mm-hmm. Uh, each photo had a... had a Each photo had... I, I'll even show it to you. Each photo had a... Um, each photo had a caption under the photo, mm-hmm. which was sexy. And the photo basically said, earned her love in 2011. You already know I had a problem with that. Um, <laughs> what else did it say? It said, earned her love in 2011. I think it also said, oh, there we go. Cool. Earned her love in 2011. Oh, it's a cute couple. Yeah, it's, it's adorable. I love the post. Okay. Married her in 2015. Fought cancer in 2017. Had a baby in 2019. Okay, I see your comment. It just says earned her love. Yeah, and okay, here's my thing about love. Love is never earned. You cannot earn love. I cannot earn your love. I can earn your trust. I can earn your respect. Mm-hmm. I cannot earn your love. Why not? Because if I have to earn it, then it was never meant to be given in the first place. And love is something that should be given. Love is, if you feel like I have to earn, if you feel like an individual has to earn your love as if your love is something that is greater than any other thing, Mm-hmm. That I'm very sorry to tell you that your love is arguably worthless then. Do you feel like love can be forfeited? When you don't, which it's this, okay, so my, my counterpart to that is going to sound counterproductive to my previous statement. <laughs> um, do I feel like it can be forfeited? Mm-hmm. Yes and no. Okay, let's start with why no. Because you initially decided to give it in the first place. Okay. Love can be forfeited because if you if you gave it to someone and they weren't responsible enough with your love, you would feel as though you have wasted your time. Okay, so you asked you you brought this. Uh, picture up to me when I first got Mm. here when we first started talking Mm. and I've had time to really think about it good so love in 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 its entirety I feel like everyone is worthy of just love an individual's love though I feel that is earned here's why okay I can love you differently than Tiffany can. Okay, I understand that. Tiffany can love you differently than Sasha can. 
We all love you differently. I might love you or have the capacity to love you way better in my um, ability, in my spectrum of love than they ever could. Okay. Now you have to get to a point of, and I'm going to use this for a lack of a better word, get to the point of being deserving of my kind of love that I want to give you. See, because there's levels to it. I love my brother. I can never love my brother the way I love someone that I have an interest in. Um, because I believe that there's a difference between loving someone and being in love with someone. It's good that you touched when on When we're in love with someone, sometimes we do stuff that surprises us. But when you just love somebody, it's just like, it's isn't it isn't it so easy to just love somebody? Right. It's just I just I just love you. Like I just first of all, we have to realize that love is selfless. Real love is selfless. Now you earned me putting myself aside for you. Now when you decided to forfeit that, now I have the choice of either allowing you now to continuously take advantage of what I've given you or taking it away. So you, when somebody earns something, you can take it away. But if something is just given freely, how could you take that? They're taking it from you. You get what I'm saying? I, I totally get and that. And so that's, you have to look at the context of the whole sentence. It didn't say earned love. It said earned her love. Whatever was going on in their relationship, he felt like, okay, yes, he's deserving of love regardless, but do I deserve the way you love me? Am I reciprocating the way you love me? Am I giving you what you give to me and then some? Am I also being selfless with you? Or am I just allowing you to give, 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 and I take and we keep it moving? But we don't know that. But that's what I mean. We don't know that. So for you to judge the post with the first part of the post earned her love. He's speaking to their relationship as a whole. He didn't say earn love. He said earned her love. He's making that about her. And I really feel like he's paying homage to the fact of you have to look at the whole spectrum of the post and you get what I'm saying her love allow him to have all the other stuff and then look at the post where he walked with her through cancer right I don't know what that's like they know what that's like and just because he's saying earn her love maybe she feels the same way and I earned his and so now he made a selfless choice to sit with me and deal with me in the point where I'm dying. You see so many people where, or seemingly dying. You see so many people where sicknesses like that break up marriages. Why? Because the love is really not strong enough to, to deal with to it. To deal with that. I understand. So that's, I feel, looking at the post, what was meant. It's not, it's not diminishing the fact that she loved him at all. It's just more so he is appreciating the fact that she made the selfless choice to love him the way she did. Here's the thing about that post that 
I guess boils my blood a little bit. <laughs> um, the problem is, is that we we touched on social media and how people can make things seem things seem a certain way whenever they're in the spectrum of how a social media realm. Mm-hmm. Um, they make them seem as if it's like you know that social media is exactly them. There are people who really believe in that and they mm-hmm. take that to heart yeah now the post was a great post right it's a beautiful post but the problem that i have with earned her love is the minute you say earned her love that is going to tell someone else mm-hmm. who may not be the most deserving of someone's loved if love is in g- genuinely earned mm-hmm. that if this individual can love this person through all of this, I deserve this. Mm-hmm. And it completely negates any type of self-reflection that this person may have. And they can in turn take that post, embed it in their brain that they deserve something that they never worked for. Mm-hmm. Because now love is, is earned. Mm-hmm. Okay, They can take this post... And weaponize it in a way where if they don't receive the love that this person received, Mm -hmm. they're not showing any love at all. And what's so hurtful about that is I've had women, even women on this podcast, that when they come on, you can hear that there's a pain in their voice. Mm. They want, they want this, they want to love. They want to submit themselves to love so badly. You can hear, you can hear the pain in their voice when they sound joyous. Mm, okay. And their ammo is post just like that. Their ammunition to build up the the Teflon of this false bravado of I'm deserving of this and that. And it's not saying that you're not deserving. Mm -hmm. But what it is is that you have to realize that it's not so much that he earned her love. It's the fact that if love is genuinely earned, they equally got it on their terms. Mm Mm-hmm. That wasn't demonstrated. It just said, it. all it said was, earned her love. Yeah. And it already puts the woman in a superiority complex. Uh, you, but I guess you can look at every post that way. You know and that's I mean? unfortunate. Because, because a woman like me, did you see how I broke that down? It didn't make me feel like, yeah, like he has to earn. Not every, but but see, <laughs> you know but, what I mean? but you know so, what though? Even when we, even when we spoke off mic mm-hmm. about a lot of issues that um we've grown from, yeah. we've developed from, we've we continually grow from. Not so many people can speak from where you speak from, and right. can speak where you speak from with clarity, right? True clarity. Not bitterness, mm-hmm. not any any malice in your heart. True acceptance and true wisdom. Not everybody can speak to that. Right. 
There are people who are are trying to fashion their life to a false identity that they believe is a very real thing. And they'll take something like this Mm -hmm. and they'll believe that this is, this is right without any real genuine thought about like, yo, am I a quality person? Well, I guess maybe that should have been your, um, rebuttal. It was. It was my rebuttal. And then and then a white knight a white knight came (laughs) fucking white knights. I hate them. A white knight came on and defended and defended the post. And then the person who posted posted something which was just like you know, eye rolling. And then it was just like, okay, I could see I could see exactly where this is going. Let me go back to doing what the fuck I was doing in real life. But see, I guess, you know, and that's that brings me back to what I what we were both saying about social media. Whoever wrote the post in the first place knew where they were coming from. And I'm pretty sure when they came from a place, <laughs> you know, it was the most genuine right. of like, places. I just love this person so much. Let me show you what we've done together. And I and and you even know? me, even me as an individual, um, I would tell you if I knew I was with a woman and I would have been like, yo, you know That post would have did something else to you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I would have I would have told you, you know, I've earned this woman has earned my love. Mm-hmm. I earned her love. Mm-hmm. We we earned it together, mm-hmm. right? I would have told you that in confidence. I would have told you that on air. I would have told you earned love. Right. But I, it would have been reciprocated in both ways. So your problem is just the fact that it puts women in a place where we feel superior above... It doesn't it doesn't pay homage to the fact that she also did something to make this man do what he did. I think is, there's is enough of bad media for men on social media to mm, Okay. I think there's more than enough okay. of media that doesn't put men in good standings. But see, as a woman, I didn't look at that. Of course I you saw... wouldn't look at it like that. Right, and there's a lot of women... Well, I can't say that. Me, you know, I looked at that like, oh, wow, they have a really good selfless relationship. You know what I mean? Um, But I get what you're saying. Like, a lot of women would be like, yeah, he better have did all of that. You know what I mean? Bingo. I get it. I get it. But then you can't control that. You know what I mean? So... No, but you know what it is? It's You're coming from a man's point of view of things and you knew what a woman would think. A woman who wasn't whole within her, herself and it annoyed you. And so I get that. And it, it's... It would, I, I, I guess what bothers me about it is like um, a lot of people would come off and think like... Well, you're being like this like... Um, I still don't see the misogynistic thing, but... I, there's nothing... I mean, and, <laughs> and that's, that's such a funny thing. Like when someone had called me a misogynist, I was like... But see, that's the issue with that whole. What a way to make my nipples hard! And and it it brings me back to what I said about communication. She could have said, "Well, why do you feel that way?" And then that could have made this kind of dialogue happen, where you could explain why you felt the way you felt. She could say why she felt the way she felt. But based off of her, I've been, and you know what's so sad? I invited her to the podcast for her to. To, elaborate to, on to that. Not, not so much to elaborate on it. She's a very um, 
She's a very uh, interesting poster because um, <laughs> no, she is because um, and I, I. But you can tell a lot. <laughs> this she, might sound kind of productive to what I said about getting to know people on social media, but sometimes you can tell a lot by what some about what somebody's going through oh. or has been through by what they post because oh. all of their posts. Say the would make, same, yeah. It yeah. would it would prove the previous one, and you'd be like, oh, okay, but oh, you okay. just said you that in a, a different lot. way last week, yeah. you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, yeah, oh, <laughs> you understand. Oh, the like, one that's Ooh. real hurt, they'd be like, mm, yeah, it's like, girl, what did he? What do? did he do? Or what did she do? What did the way she he's, do? Like, what happened? Yeah. Like, do inbox me yeah. let me know yeah like when you know, I see one of my on, boys and they like yo we in a club <laughs> and he's drinking I mean and you're looking at that bar you're like yo that's an unhealthy amount of alcohol for you to be drinking in one sitting you really want to show up to the bar and just put his glass down yeah. like look bro hand him a bottle of water let's talk yeah you know but- you know yeah you can and so that post could either mean that she is just like, oh, I love this relationship, or she could be hollering at every guy. It's, so, it's always a, you know what's so and interesting? that might be why she called you misogynist. Bingo. Because you know what it is? It's always, I think, here's a, here's where I get a, a mix of, like, thing when, like, especially when it's Instagram and when it's, like, Facebook, Twitter, not so much. Twitter's a very... Twitter's a very interesting space because Twitter, you literally tweet what you think and then <laughs> it's there. But Twitter is what it is. Twitter yeah, is what yeah, it is. You can't you can't mix up Twitter. It is what it is. Facebook and Instagram is different because it's all about phishing. It's all about I'm going to say something or have a post about something and Whoever likes this post, I will assume that they think are on the same page as me, mm-hmm. and then will continue a like melancholy relationship until I find the comfort and confidence <laughs> to like yeah. hit you in your DM and be like, "What's good?" Right? Right. So I I I posted something, and then the post said. It had a female, and then under the female had me, and then it had a guy, and it says Bay, and then it had another female. They're all laying in a bed, and it says our girlfriend. And I was just in my mind, I was like, oh, let me, <laughs> let me, let me copy that and post it. Mm-hmm. I'm very pro uh, polygamy, very pro polygamy. Yeah. I think I think polygamy works when I think polygamy works when you have selfless individuals that are deciding to get into a relationship that really believe in just one unison group of love. So you don't believe in commitment. No, uh, polygamy can have a a lot of commitment inside of it. Um, But it's commitment within three people, not just two. Mm, Is this polygamy or polygamy? Because there's a difference. In a polygamous relationship... Because are we to- are we talking about are we talking about the the aspect of having multiple partners? No, because okay, so polygamy, N Y, not M Y. Okay, is one man a lot of wives? Polygamy is just a bunch of different people. I think <laughs> so. I think one male, two wives, and the wives have to in order for in order for it to work. Here's and I had a podcast about this. 
Okay. Not too long ago. In order for a polygamy relation or polygamy, like basically two uh, two females, one male, in order for that to work, both of the females would have to be bi. They have to be in love with each other. It cannot work with both females being straight. So how do you feel about one woman? Because, oh, my God. this opens One up woman and two can, guys? This opens up such a can of worms. Because society worms tells us. Sure. One woman, a bunch of guys, she's a hoe. I don't believe that. I'm just saying what society says. I Not agree you, you, but society says this. And I've had this conversation with so many people. To a man, to some men, and this might touch on a lot of craziness too. To a man that doesn't want another man to see a man with other men. Oh, that's disgusting. A man sees a bunch of women together. Oh, that's the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life. How do you... Is that okay in a polygamous... Relationship? Relationship. Like, does it go both ways? Because you're saying polygamy is one man and a couple of women. Let's say, for instance, if the woman decided to be with two men, Mm -hmm. if the two men cannot mate with each other it's not going to work it's not it's just it's genuinely not going to work it's not because one women in the polygamous relationship so it's say let's just make it you you're the man okay two women nice can they have men outside of you if it's that you don't know about and they're not integrating with you in any type of way if it's a if it's a if it's a committed relationship no and I cannot have outside women. Oh. I can't. I can't have outside women. I would be mutually exclusive to these two individuals and the buck stops there. Like, we just can't do it. There has to be... The thing... You know what's... The, okay, here's the thing about it. I, I don't... I don't... Uh, okay, go ahead. Finish here's the thing about it. What parable do I want to use? Do you believe monogamy is possible? Definitely. With just one man, one woman? Definitely. I think monogamy is very much possible. Okay. Because some people who feel like you feel about polygamy feel like monogamy. It's like one or the other. No, 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 no. no. Monogamy monogamy is not at all. Monogamy is totally possible. Okay. Do the ends justify the means is the question you would ask me. Meaning what? Meaning, am I monogamous out of fear that I can't find another partner better? Or am I monogamous because... That's the only one you want. This is... This is what I want. Okay. I would say it's 60-40, this is what I want. Lies. I'd say this is 40-60, this is what I want. And 60% is, I don't know if I can find something better. That's what monogamy is. Mm-hmm. Huh. I think there were 40% of men who have, they've seen the woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, literally, they've seen her and said, I've been there. I've been there with only th- maybe three women in my lifetime. And I've met countless. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've, I've laid with a plenty of them. Mm-hmm. Where you literally see her. And it's as if 
I can't explain it, but it's as if like the world has completely like phased out. And this sounds really fucking creepy, but you focus so intensely on her. You notice every wrinkle, Mm -hmm. how she breathes, how her nose twitched. Like you, that's when you know, like there's a, like it's beyond attraction. This is more like, this is soulmate shit. Like this is, I can't, this is. But how do you move away from that? To saying, mm, maybe I want another one. When like, you, <laughs> I, like, because I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe there's, I don't believe there's, I don't believe there's, I, I believe there's a soulmate like attraction. I don't believe there are soulmates. I think there are people that are in your life that you, the 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 frequency and the vibration and in, in in the realms of the spirit are just you guys are too boom. Because mm-hmm. you've been around people and you just get a vibe, you're just like. Uh, yeah. You smell like Aliens. You know what I mean? And, but then you've been around people where you look at them and the you the the minute you look at them, it's okay, there's a butterfly in my stomach. And the minute they speak is like, now I'm vomiting butterflies. <laughs> Why the fuck is this happening? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like it's Yeah. So I know I know that in There are points in time where that happens, but it doesn't happen rarely. It's very rare that you see that person and you know, like. But wouldn't you want to just hold on to that? Like, this but is sometimes, amazing. But sometimes life can make it a way where it's like. It makes holding on to that thing seem so, like, hard. Like, there's a woman who I've known from college and. It's sad, but if she was to ever, now be different, but if she was to ever tell me, come away with me, mm-hmm. um, let's have, let's get married and have kids. We'll figure it out from that point forward. I'm gone. I'm gone. Like she had that much power. Being this, being in her presence was the most it 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 filled me with so much bliss I didn't even know what to do with my I literally just it you space out that's that happens right so what made you life man get to this point where you're like I want life. to life but you, wait, you know what? You know what makes you what? As far as cheating, or as far as being like, no, not cheating. Like, because obviously, people polygamy is not cheating because no. it's an agreement between three people. It is. But what I'm saying is, is how do you go away from having that blissful feeling? Where did you let it get to a point where the it's minute, not a the part minute, of your life the minute anymore? that the minute that rules and regulations of what society standards are about. Mm-hmm. Being together and how relationships work begin mm-hmm. to infiltrate that blissful moment of what pure joy and happiness is and not letting it ride out. Because a lot of people will sit there and say like, ah, oh, I just felt it. And then it felt right. 
That's what makes you have sex with people on like times that you would never like do. One night stands, and stuff. like one night stands, is something. <laughs> one night stands. If you take alcohol away from like one night stands, take alcohol away, take drugs away, and you just put people together and they ended up just having sex, that's more than likely the person you should spend the rest of your life with. It's more, because they 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 meet you on such a level that it's like. <clears throat> You can't, you cannot, you cannot deny that. Mm-hmm. And you, there are people that are in this world that if you put them around you and they can be on the opposite end of the, on the globe and you, you, you sit next to them, it's, you feel the goosebumps, you feel the tension. Yeah. It's so thick and it's so passionate. And it's like, to the point where you, 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 you fucking forget to breathe. I've had that experience with someone recently where I was like, oh, "Yo, dude, yeah, no." no. And then, <laughs> like, and then, and then, what? And what like, made you say? At first, you were like, "Yo," and then what made you say? It wasn't a nah. oh no. It wasn't a oh no. Like no, this is not possible. It was a oh no. Like Yo, this is this is crazy. What do you call this? You know, it's that kind of thing because. Again, you know, I just recently got out of a situation. Not, well, and it wasn't that recent either. But when you come out of something and then you're introduced to something that is just completely amazing. And it's like. What the fuck is this then? That's what it is. It's like, is this possible? And then your, your smart mind comes in. And it tells you, it <laughs> rationalizes where everything. Like, where you're like, mm, um, could you possibly be like the one I just got away? Like you ask yourself so many questions in and, the moment. And that's what stops the magic. But it didn't stop the magic. Oh, fuck. Because I'm a very, anal- again, I'm a very analytical person. Right. So I went through the whole, all right, if I do this and I do this and I do that and that happens and that happens. But then... But the way the magic was, it didn't allow me to analyze as far as I could with somebody else. How do you feel? Hmm. Honestly, Hmm. someone told me that a man, when he meets his wife, so to speak, he knows it initially. Debatable. I do feel like that's debatable. I feel like that's per the individual. They I don't know, feel like that's for every man. Yeah, but they, they know when this is something know, real. Right. I think that they know first conversation is like, yo, uh, this is real. Yeah. yeah. That's where I'm at. Kind of like on a level of like, this could really be working. Great. Like, this can be a functional, happy, Thing. Right. Cool. Um. So yeah, you know, it's it's just one of those things where you're like, yeah, okay, and then you gotta laugh at yourself, like, do you really want to do this right now, or do you, you know, it's 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 um, it's scary in a good way. And no, it's, but it's it, scary. It is it is scary. It's very scary. It is scary. I don't I don't want to leave the polygamous part, um, but it is a scary thing. It is a very, very scary. It's a very scary thing, but then life isn't. It, life isn't about like making a safe choice and yeah. then moving. Life is jump out the plane, 
And and you have to trust God trust to give that you that parachute is gonna come out. Listen, <laughs> you know, fuck the parachute. That's what that is. Trust that there's someone who's falling who decided <laughs> they didn't want their parachute. It just miraculously landed up in your hands. Mm-hmm. You just miraculously knew how to be MacGyver on the fucking fly. Yeah. Put the shit on your back. You just got to and pull the do. string. Mission Impossible. Straight Slide up down the side of that building. Figure out where you're gonna land. Straight up. If you're gonna land, straight up, <laughs> like and, some, and sometimes, sometimes you're Just gonna land on your face, but it the ride down is worth the ride. Yeah, I think when it gets to relationships and when it gets to like choosing partners and when it gets to certain things like that, polygamy is worth a fucking ride. There can be a sense of communion. There can be some restraint and. The problem, the problem is, is when you hear like this dude is having two fucking wives, everybody's thinking it's threesome city. First of all, one, <laughs> threesomes are one of the most overrated things you could ever have in as far as a sexual experience. It's completely overrated. It's overrated. Okay. Straight up overrated. It's Never m- had one of those. Way too much work. I'm a little jealous. Don't be. Don't be. Sir. Don't be. I'm going to, I think, I think, I, th- I think it's the competitive part of me that is like, nah, nigga, um, <laughs> like, I'm so glad y'all can't see my facial expressions, but. <laughs> Your facial was priceless. If I can make a meme, oh my God. But it's just kind of like, mm-mm. The way you just made that noise just now from her, I'm gonna need you to do that again, but do it with a little bit more excitement. I need some because I need that. Yeah, like no. I need the would, butterflies to vomit too, my it nigga. Would, it, would be, <laughs> it would it would be that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it would be more so of being combative right. than actually enjoying the moment because I'm just competitive in that way. I would. So it's like she made you. All right, let me show you what I can do. Or she made you do that. All right. Well, this is what I need you to do. The, oh no, nigga, you, you take should, a long time to nut for her. You should. But you me, know what? I no, 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 no. Wait. What you I know would. What, I'm what I would. God fuck. <laughs> And they're overrated. I, I mean, well, let's just put in the Christian part. Right. Right. <laughs> like, right. So let's. What I okay. Nah, well, no, nah, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you advice like how any upstanding um, <laughs> family Don't member and cousin. Spit out my right. <laughs> do it. All you right. know what I mean? No, I would. I would tell you. I would tell you straight up. Do it. I'm good. No, I can't. But I would. But that here's, would be a problem. True. <laughs> but what I would say is. Here's a, here's the one thing that I've um I've said about like when it comes to like things like threesomes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, the one thing that a lot of people get misconstrued is like um one it's never like how it looks in porn. It's completely in fact it's the most opposite. It's really like watching old men play basketball. It's a whole lot of grunting and it's a whole lot of moving and it's a whole lot of sweating and it's just thirty minutes and you're just sitting there just like what the fuck is happening right now it feels good but what the fuck is happening two it is um for men it's more performance anxiety if you think making one woman come is hard enough try two at the same time right if you can handle that 
have at it. Have at it. You know, I've had, not put myself out there, but fuck it, it's my podcast. <laughs> I've had, I've had foursomes with three different women. That's a lot. But, okay, so this is, that's what I mean with it's the competitive lot, lot. part of it. If y'all feel that way about making two people come. You gotta let that ego go. The kid. woman, too, it's not, a, it's not, it's not an ego thing, I promise you. It's, <laughs> it's. Which one of us is going to make you nut first? Like, because, and then it's it's this. Y'all know when y'all nut, y'all need a couple of minutes. Yeah, that's, again, that's why the you ego part saying? is. So it's like, ma'am, I'm going to need you to let him let me nut first before you let him nut. Because then I got to wait and you already, like, it's no, a lot. it's too much. It's a, see, and I think what, what it's a lot with two of us. It's like, a lot. Mm-mm. See, and a lot, a lot of people they get the whole porno thing. Like I, the most, the only dope thing about getting a threesome is just you know if, if both of the females are into like giving head at the same time. Other than that, everything else right, is right because everybody is like waiting in line. Yeah, it's for the it, ice cream. Cone. Yeah, but that's yours that. is dripping and I ain't get mine. Right, and that's that. And then when you see them like. <laughs> Like, they're all going at it, and it's just like, yo, this is amazing. After that, it's pretty much a fucking crapshoot. It's a circus. I'm good. Yeah. So, but what what I but what I will say to those who have not experienced that, I'd, I'd say to those, do it. Because it's one of those things where it's just like, um, it's like having your birthdays at Fridays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is the worst restaurant. Ever. Right. Nobody wants to have their birthdays at Fridays. Along with Nasty Bees. I'm sorry. Applebee's. That's what I call really? it. Really? Mm. If I want wings, Buffalo Wild Wings. You mean the corporate version of Buffalo Wings? What? I, I can't stand Buffalo Wild Wings. Are you kidding me? They have yeah. more than just Buffalo Wings. Though. Yeah, but their food is trash, trash. Are you kidding? No, nah, there's nothing good about that. Y'all, the I'm podcast you- is no, 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 that's mad fall. All right. Don't worry about that. And then I'm going to take you to a place in Glen Cove. You don't worry about that either. I mean, I like Long Island, so we good. Good. If you want wings, I got you on wings. But Buffalo Wild Wings. Is it Buffalo? Because I like the other flavors at Buffalo Wild Wings. It's genuinely, you can get any flavor. One of them, it's only Buffalo Wings. But it's. I'm good on the only Buffalo Wings. Yo, they're so goddamn good. The other one, they have mad different varieties, but like every single variety of rings that they've had has been flawless. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all see that I like food because we went from threesomes to chicken wings. But it's funny, but don't worry about it because, (laughs) because, you know what I mean? Like, look, you like wings and you like whiskey. (laughs) If anyone knows me... There are two things that go to my heart quicker than blood. Wings <laughs> and whiskey. You have Maker's Mark and you have Buffalo Wild Oh, Buffalo Wild Wings. You have Buffalo Wings? Love them. Don't worry about it. 
But I got I got two wing places. <laughs> I'm mad you said like Applebee's is bad. Yeah, but it's it's bad. They microwave everything. Yeah, but but you know Applebee's is where you can get shit face for like like twenty five bucks. And BBQs too. <sighs> but yeah, but no. no. I mean, and BBQs got a plethora of drinks. Yeah, they do. And then you can add the shot to what's already lit. Like yeah, but BBQs is like. And then they, I, I don't know. A I lot, mean, their I sticky know. wings is is turkey legs, but <laughs> you know, those are some that big shit is big. Wings. That's like, a big piece of meat. Yeah, because like, I'm like one time I ordered, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking it's chicken it's wings. wings. So I'm like, yeah, you know, give me the ten. I was like, I could have ate three of these with some fries and been full for <laughs> <Yeah>. two days. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my god, I'm, but I'm, I like it. I never forget the first time I went to BBQs and um, I wanted the honey glazed wings, and <laughs> I was thinking to myself, I, same thing. I was like, nah, all right, let me get, get like get ten wings. Five. <laughs> Somebody brought me this. Once I seen the plate, and the plate was getting like it was a plate, like it was a fucking was a saucer, and like he's bringing his sauce. I'm like, what the, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> Son of a gun brings this shit to me, and I'm just like, I looked, and I'm like. What's this? And they were like, oh, this is the 10 wings. I'm like, no, 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 no. Then I had the nerve to have cornbread, rice, collard greens. I was like, I ate BBQs for a week straight. I believe you. Oh, no. Can't do that. But no. (laughs) But, um, but like, polygamy, polygamy can work. Polygamy is something that can definitely. It can it can be done. It just takes a lot of selfless. It takes acts. a lot of of an individual wanting that. It takes through yeah. all three individuals wanting that on a level that is that. beyond um, a sense of maturity that most people can have for today. Mm. And I think um, when i don't know it's it's i think a lot of you know so we know what bothers me about it though i think when people they think about it and they they really try to get into the lifestyle and they realize i'm like oh this thing isn't for me it's like yeah it's nice but it's like you, you really got to self analyze it's not about the marriage yeah okay it's about the it's about the journey <clears throat> a lot of it is all about the journey a lot of it is all about the steps that you take. A lot of it is all about the the walk that you 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 create and the path that you create, and how you how you build upon that. So I don't know. I guess some might say you can look at it as how there are different religions. You know, to each his own. Some people want to be Muslim. Some people want to be Christian. Some people want to be whatever. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? It's like to each his own. Whatever you want to do. To each his own is definitely what you want to do. Yeah, to each his own is definitely you know. one of those things where it's just like you know you look at it and you you're saying like to yourself like, well you know you want to do you want to yeah. if you want to believe in this you want to feel this you want to feel like how this work out and you want to try yeah I, I tell I tell them all try it but it's like I don't know kid you gotta be but built for it yeah and it goes back to what we were saying in the way beginning of this podcast it's an individual thing and understanding what you want what you don't want who you are who you're not and then you can move forward with that like you can't if polygamy is not you don't do it because somebody asked you to that's if monogamy is not you don't do it because somebody asked you to search yourself figure out what your journey is supposed to be and then 
move forward with that. What do you think? <clears throat> what do you think is a what would you suggest are the best methods to really search yourself before we before we sign off? Mm-hmm. Cuz we both shared our little edible <laughs> <laughs> We both shared our little edible, um, edible stories. Um, what do you think is the, what do you, would you suggest are the best ways to search yourself? I know for me, getting extremely fucking high. <laughs> you have no idea. When I get high, high, I get, I am space ghost out of my mind. But when I tell you I have the most beautiful time with my mind. Mm -hmm. Some of it gets really dark. Some of it gets really happy. Some of it gets really introspective. Some of it gets really insecure. Mm. But I love every single quadrant of my brain that I get to have a conversation with because I actually genuinely get to have a conversation with them. Mm. And I get to hear it. That sounds crazy. It does. Yeah. I mean, you saw my eyebrows. Right, yeah, like, hmm. (laughs) Like, what? Okay. Mm, all right. It's family. You know. <laughs> but um but when you meditate that's when you find when you really meditate. That's when you find that you speak to your ego the most. Mm. So I think I was speaking to all the parts that make up the ego. And so for me, finding myself, I get really high and I meditate. Okay. What do you think are some of the things that some people can do to like <clears throat> soul search? Huh. Well, <laughs> for me, finding out who I was, I peg it to, I would say 90% experience Mm. nothing or the person that I am today um, and it also goes to my individual you say meditation which I do meditate but I also pray a lot Mm. and I also when I pray I ask to be shown myself that means everything show me where I'm messing up show me what I need to change Show me what I'm doing well. Like a balance of who I am in in my substance and everything. I want to know who I am. And then, you know, in Christianity, of course, we, for the most part, we're praying to become exactly who we are supposed to be, who God wants us to be, who... um. What our purpose is. And it's, it's kind of like, like you just have to, you really, really, really just have to go through things. There's a term that says experience is life's best teacher. And I right. really believe that because had I not gone through a lot of the things that I went through, a lot of it has shown me what my greatest potential is. And I don't think and I don't believe that if I didn't go through a lot of those things that I would be who I am today. The understanding, the compassionate, the 
um, selfless. I'm selfless with people regardless until you give me a reason not to be. Right. Right. Um, right. Could I be selfless if I didn't learn from everything? And I don't just mean from things that people have done to me because I, I'm not perfect in no sense of the word. I have harmed people. I have hurt people. I have done things to people that I, when I look at it now, like, yo, that was not you. It was me, <laughs> you know, but it was like you look at stuff and you, you, you're you like, okay, no, I don't recognize that person because it's it's a it's a process and so i just i feel like experience things go through things intentionally go through things with the intention on coming out of it differently and better like don't go through things and be like oh i'm just dealing with this just because or don't shun from going through things yeah. we all we all know that you got to go through it you have to go you got to go through it life itself is hard. You get what I'm saying? But it's hard because of the experiences that we go through. How can you help someone through another, through anything if you've never been through that? I don't want to hear from somebody that, and this might be a little deep now, but I don't want to hear from somebody that's never been molested how to get over being molested. How do you know? I don't want to hear from an unmarried person that's never been divorced how to get through a divorce. How can you tell me you've never experienced that? I don't want to hear, oh, you know, you're not going to go to a version and be like, how do I do this? Mm. When you want to lose your virginity or you want to have sex with someone. It's like, what am I supposed to do? How do I put a condom on? They can't tell you they never did none of that before. So you have to like really experience things. And I've come to a point where I realized that everything that I go through in my life is not for me. It's not for me. It's so now, just like your parents, growing up, you're like, oh, my God, my mother doesn't know what she's talking about. But then you become an adult and you're like, yo, my mom knew exactly what she was talking about. That's a fact. Because she went through it all. She dealt with it. Or she chose not to but saw everybody else around her and what that did. And so she's like, I'm not going to let you do you know, all of that. And so we have to experience things. That's the best. That's the only way I can I can say that you can grow into another person. Like you can grow into your greatest potential and grow into who you're supposed to be. You have to experience things. And then take advice from people. Mm. You know, Warranted like, that the advice that's coming from good. somebody like, that's is That's exactly good. what I was saying. Yeah. But that's exactly, you have to learn how to When a person preaches, 100% of what they say is not for you. Mm -mm. They're speaking to a congregation of people. Even if the congregation is five, you're going to take something different from what they said than everybody else is saying. There are going to be times where you zone out and you're not even listening and you come back when you're supposed to hear what they're saying. And that happens to me all the time where I'm like, I ain't hear that, but I heard that and that helped me. You know what I mean? Right, no, definitely. Or you hear somebody else repeat it to you and you're like, oh, all right. It's not that serious to you because it doesn't speak to you. It doesn't speak to what you've been through or what you're going through in the moment. Right. And so that's what I mean with the whole advice thing. You can listen to somebody talk, but you're like, yeah, that made no sense. Or yeah, that didn't help me at all. You know, right. or somebody, you know, good and well, if you go to somebody and say, yo, I want to rob this bank and I just need you to tell me if I should rob this bank. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
like, nigga, you know. <laughs> First of all, you're black. <laughs> and we get shot for walking down the block. Oh you want to go rob a bank, dude? Like, and that person is like, yeah, well, you know, go ahead and rob the bank. But let me tell you which bank to choose. You know, choose this one because there's only one white cop in there. And then the other one down the block, you know, on Crenshaw, they got oh mad black God. security guards. I go can't. rob that blank because they might let you get away. No, stupid. Like, go get a job and right. save your money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's advice that you know you should take and that you shouldn't take. But experience is the best way to learn who you are and to learn what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And, you know, I would say though, while you're experiencing it, have yourself open to taking in whatever you're supposed to take it. You can't go through something because you ever been through something or thought you went through something. And then years later, that same thing comes back again, but it's worse than the first time. Mm hmm. You ain't get nothing out the first time. No, because you didn't learn from it. Get something out of it the first time. Like, do it right the first time. Go through it correctly the first time. And then you'll be good. But experience, experience. I, I will say that more than anything else. I'd have to say, um, it's an honor It's an honor being on this podcast with you. Um, there's very few uh, individuals that I, I'd say that, that's a lie. There's a lot of individuals that I felt like that have been on this this microphone mm-hmm. um, that have the dexterity to be praised effortlessly. Mm. You're one of them. I'm very honored that you came on. Um, I know the strife that you have gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know what you've experienced and to hear you speak at this point i'm very proud of you Mm. (laughs) and i love you and uh i'm honored we're related tell the people whether you can uh where they can find you at uh so i'm on i don't really do Facebook too much, but you can search me on Facebook, Deanne Rose. Inbox me. I'll answer you if you inbox me. Um, also, you can hit up my IG, which is Melanin Beauty One. Um, my business IG, which I didn't even tell y'all what I do. I'm a nail yes. technician. Yes. I work in the beauty industry. I do hair, makeup, nails, all that good stuff. But my and the work is phenomenal. Thank you, thank you. Anytime. Um, but my. IG for work, if you want to hit me up for any services or anything like that, is Divinity Rose Beauty. Um, and that's really how you connect with me. Perfect. And I am your host, Vidi Only Letter of the Oh That Sexy Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I love you from the bottom of my heart, literally from the left atrium. Um, <laughs> and just remember, uh, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Thank you so much. Take it easy, guys. Yay. Thank you so much for listening to the All That Sexy podcast. Again, I think I said it. I'm pretty sure I said it. Well, it doesn't matter. You guys love me anyway. You can find me on all social media platforms at V-T-H-E-O-N-L-Y. L-E-T-T-E-R on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You already know all that shit. 
You can also follow the podcast on the same social media platforms and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes, new insight, new intellect, and of course, new debauchery on da 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 SoundCloud. Links will be posted to all respective platforms. I love you all from the middle of my heart, like right at the left atrium, like in that little area. That's where the middle is. Please like, share, and subscribe. And remember, stay sexy. You don't want to waste one. Girl, you know you got the remedy. And baby, you and I make synergy. And I can see it in your eyes, ooh, shorty, I can see it in your eyes.